Good morning. You are listening to Action Line on KNY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me today is Eric Sandberg, as well as, and I'm just flipping through my packet to be consistent, David Howell from the Department of Labor. How are you both doing today? Great. Thank you. Doing well. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming on. Now, I came to talk to you both because, well, I asked you both to come on. I didn't. Well, both are true. Uh, I want to talk to you both about some articles that came out in the Economic Trends magazine that the Department of Labor puts out. And so the first big thing I want to talk about is the decline in the working age population. So what can you tell me about that? Well, since 2013, Alaska's working age population, which for decades had been on an upward rise, has suddenly started declining. So it went from about 479,000 in 2013 down 30,000 to 449,000, a 6% drop. And there's a slew of reasons for this. One is that around that time period, Alaska's net migration, so that's the number of people moving into the state versus moving out of the state, turned negative, which means more people were suddenly leaving the state. At the same time, Alaska's age structure changed. So previously, we had very few elderly population. We were a very young state, but the baby boomers are kind of the pig in the python going through the age groups where they, they're they a very large generation. And around 2013, about the same time our net migration turned negative, the baby boomers began to hit retirement age and age out of the working age, which we define it as ages 18 to 65. And so where previously we had way more people aging in at 18 than aging out at 65. Now by 2020, the number is basically the same. We had the first year where there were more 65-year-olds in the state than 18-year-olds, which was would have been unthinkable a couple decades ago. And then the th- a third factor that's come up is uh, we had a brief increase in deaths related to the COVID-19 pandemic, which hit elderly people a lot, a lot, but also the working age population at working age deaths in 2021, 2022, were up about 40% over pre-pandemic levels, which is not enough in itself to cause a decline, but it is enough to nudge it into a further decline. Okay. And were there any sort of ideas about why we saw that? I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, that that out-of-state migration is definitely a large factor about it. Mm -hmm. But were there some other theories about why we're seeing that decline? Um, Well, when you mean theories like... uh, What were some of the ideas kind of proposed for, like, why that could be? Um, Well, often, much of the last decade, Alaska has been struggling economically, whereas through the late 2010s, Alaska, or outside's economy was booming quite a bit. And once you get this differential, basically, suddenly people start to move out of the state, as well as uh, people who would have moved to the state don't move to the state because the job market is better down south. So we just never pick them up. We've noticed in the past 10 years that the number of Often our negative net migration is often a factor of the number of people not moving to the state. So the in-migrant number has dropped more than the out-migrant number has risen. And then, yeah, just basically also when we hit, the baby boomers are hitting 65. So once you hit those ages, a lot of people, (laughs) retirees, they tend to leave the state. They want to go someplace warm where they don't have to shovel snow all winter. So... We have such a large generation hitting those retirement ages. That's going to cause a lot of 
net migration as well. Just those numbers are higher at those, more negative at those ages. Okay. And then we were talking a bit before the program, and I even said I was going to probably bring this up. And this is an enti- this is entirely conjecture. This is just an observation that I have made over the years, is that you have a lot of the younger generations really, you know, we're talking like between, I'd say, ages, at least now between ages 15 to about, I'd say about 23, which is about what I am now, where a lot of us thought that because there was not there because of some problem we're having, be it economically or something or other, that moving out of the state was the best option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I think that's, as we talked about, it's kind of a grass is greener from where you are moving somewhere else. Everything's going to be brighter. And Alaska has always experienced negative net migration at those ages when kids are leaving high school, when they're leaving, uh, you know, home for the first time, whether it be to go to college, start working, join the military. We've always had losses at that 18 to early 20s age group. So I think that's something that's historically been a pattern and is not going to change anytime soon. Yeah, but what has changed is usually after about age 25, the people who had finished college and started looking to come back, and also people from outside who always dreamed of moving to Alaska, those were the ages where we typically gained quite a bit, so 25 through about 35, 40, and those age groups have either become less positive or switched to negative in the last 10 years, which is different from the previous era. Okay. And then among those age groups, did the, would the 25 group have, did that go negative or was that also just, has that gone lower? It's gone lower. That's always been 25 to 29, late twenties has always been Alaska's big in-migrant group. And that it basically all the ages, it's like they all kept the same pattern, but they all shifted downward. And that was the one group that's kind of stayed above water, still positive, but the drop from its pre-2013 high is actually the the second largest drop of any group after the early 20s. Okay. And then to move over to to you, David, how does that look for our overall sort of population metrics? Yeah. So, I mean, Alaska's always experienced a lot of migration every year we you know have about 40,000 people in 40,000 people out as what we used to tell people and and that's that's a huge percentage of the population i mean at 80,000 people moving in or out that's over 10%. So anytime we start to see these net migration losses they're going to have a big impact on our population change over time. Um, so losing these working age people, not getting these in migrants coming into the state, people you know retiring out of the working age the you know traditional working ages anyway. Um, we see struggles with hiring, that sort of thing that we're occurring right now. Okay. And then has the state population overall been on a downward swing, or is it actually starting to come up a little bit? Where are we sitting there? So, yeah, so the overall population, we've, we've had lost population for four years in a row, and the population losses were very small. But for Alaska, historically speaking, we've only lost population a handful of times since statehood. So it's very notable despite them being small losses. And a lot of the times that we lost population, lost population in the past, it was because of some certain event. So in the 70s, you know, we completed the pipeline, workers had moved up here, they're leaving the state. 80s, we have uh, a combination of lots of construction going on as well as oil prices, or sorry, lots of construction occurring that suddenly stops because it's finished. And then we also have oil prices drop, which led to an out migration from the state. Whereas this most recent population losses, uh, there's not really one event you can point to to say that's the reason we lost population. And then we have gained population in the last two years, 
But it's a little fuzzy about where we're going forward from here because we've benefited from this large group of uh, F-35s coming into the Allison Air Force Base. So that brought a couple thousand people that might not have necessarily moved here to the state that kind of offset some of this negative net migration that we've seen uh, in the, since 2013. Okay. And so and I think it's interesting that both of these, both of the articles that you guys wrote came out around the same time or articles or reports, I feel like, which, what do you feel like is a better term for them? My brain goes articles, but I'm a news uh, person. Well, we consider a publication, so we'll go articles. Okay. Yeah. Well, then continuing from what I was saying, I feel like it's very interesting that both of these articles would come out at the same time because in terms of their subject matter, they're very linked together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not necessarily coincidental. We have the newest data available at this time. So we were both kind of working on articles with the latest data that we had published uh, from our office. Gotcha. And so looking at, and I'm not sure how much you guys can comment on some of the data that's in here. I was looking at how Araska, Araska, I just (laughs) turned into Scooby-Doo for a second there. (laughs) I was looking at some of the data for how Alaska ranks comparatively to other states. That was also included in this last issue. Would you guys be able to talk on that a little bit? Uh, a very little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then, we can talk about it a little bit because we are about to end up at the end of our first segment here. But uh, the big one that stands out to me is that we ranked 44th in the unemployment rate. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Alaska's economy has just recovered a lot slower than some states from the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, where some states have actually completely recovered and are actually growing from their pre-pandemic levels, we still have not caught up to our pre-pandemic uh, employment growth. So um, despite having, I mean, 4.3% unemployment rate is very low, uh, historically speaking, but yes, compared to other states nationally, uh, quite a bit higher than, than some states. Okay. We're going to be taking a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get more into the data from both of your articles. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. Welcome back to Action Line. I am still your host, Jordan Lewis. At least I hope I am. I don't think I've changed positions at any point during the break. And joining me still is Eric Sandberg as well as David Howell from Department of Labor. Now, we were talking a bit about some of the larger statistics, but I want to bring it back down to the state because I noticed there's actually you've included a chart here that shows the growth or loss in the working age population uh, on a state-by-state basis. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so what, could you talk to me a bit more about that graph? Yeah. So it's a map of since tw- from 2013 through 2021. We, the, there's not yet 2022 national data available, but the states which have gained working age population are shown and the states which have lost working age population is, have, are shown. Basically, nationwide, the working age population grew 2% during that period, which is not a very high rate of growth, but it was growth in the regions of the country where working age population is growing really fast are the areas people are moving to. So your Idaho, your Nevada, Arizona, much of the Mountain West, along with Washington State, Texas, and Florida, whereas Alaska is uh, having lost 5 5 to 6% of its working age population during that time is among the states where the <clears throat> largest loss. So the uh, the we're ranked third in lo- most loss behind West Virginia and Wyoming, which have all both seen similar losses due to uh, resource extraction industries drop in employment. And then the other areas where they're experiencing loss, Illinois is Mississippi. Those are states that have had total population declines in that period. 
and then many of the other states are in the northeast often related to the population is just aging and their net migration is negative as well okay and then what does alaska's yearly net migration look like what is alaska's yearly net migration look like yeah because i see i see we have a chart for that in here as well so basically what we what i showed is we broke down net migration by age so basically by five-year age groups so generally in the pre-2013 period so we're talking in 1990 through 2013 the yearly net migration was overall about even so the ages we gained were young kids along who their parents brought so under 15 also people in their 20s and 30s the people who would have young kids to bring with them those were all positive groups the most positive being in the uh, late 20s and then after the age of 40 net migration turned negative peaking about at retirement ages 50 60 and as well as I should mention 15 to 19 that group has always been negative those are high school graduates because they basically there's a certain percentage you just want out the always. whole the whole grass is greener on the <laughs> yeah, other side yeah, yeah. pretty much but since 2013 basically every age group as we talked earlier has turned negative except for people in their late 20s so 25 through 29 and basically it's gotten really negative at retirement ages but also the 15 to 19 has gone more negative so more kids are leaving or and then also in the early 20s as well Okay. And, and, and looking at that, it's very interesting to see that because, A, it makes me feel a little justified in my observation over all yeah. these years. I'm like, okay, so I'm not just making an observation that mm -hmm. doesn't have a backing to it. To see that visualized, I'm like, okay, so I was noticing that there was something going on there for quite some time. Yes. But then I also see, like, there was a huge d jump in deaths among those 1864 during the pandemic mm -hmm. that is also included in this. Yes. So, yeah, basically, pre-pandemic, we averaged about 1,500 deaths a year in the 18 to 64 range. And then that drop er, jumped in two years to 2,400, which is a 40% drop, which that basically six 800 difference can be ascribed pretty much to the COVID-19 pandemic. They're not all necessarily COVID deaths, but there were other deaths like the ICUs being filled and people not getting uh, any scheduled <laughs> health exams and whatnot that would have saved them. Right. And now I want to turn back to the population estimates because, I mean, they're both very linked stories, but I'm also trying to be like, Make sure we spread this out. So I see we also have more seniors and fewer young people. Yes. Uh, so our senior population has been basically the story since 2010. We knew that the baby boomers, and that's the group born you know, post-World War II through 1964, that they were going to start turning 65 in 2010. And so as that's happened, we have seen an explosion in our senior population in the state, uh, topping over 100,000 at this point when it was uh, down around 50,000 in 2010. So nearly doubling over the last 12 years. And this was something we knew was gonna happen. We had all these workers move up here in the 70s and 80s, taking these jobs when they're in their 20s and 30s, and then just kind of working, aging in place, raising their families. And so as they've aged, they've reached their senior years and 
now we have this growing 65 plus population. The youth population has has been shrinking for quite some time. There's a number of factors here, but one main thing is Alaska's birth rates have been falling lately. Uh, Alaska still has one of the highest birth rates in the entire country, but we are down quite a bit from where we were in the 2000s and early 2010s. Now, the other factor that's occurring is the millennial uh, age cohort, so the children of the baby boomers, are aging out, have now, or they've now aged totally out of their youth ages um, as they're now in their early 20s through about 40. And now the kids of the Generation X are the zero to 17 population and this is just a much smaller cohort than the baby boomers so there's just less women to have children in that cohort so even though the rates even if the rates would have stayed the same we would have seen less births um so we would have seen that decline either way just based on the age structure of the population got okay it's funny hearing you define when the generation uh, sort of split is because i'm 99 so i'm yeah. always like which one do i really fall into the <laughs> yeah it's it's there's some fuzziness there, so. yeah, especially because yeah. it was it was August of '99, so it's like right almost in the middle. So I'm like, where do I feel like I count? Now, obviously, because this is a show based in Southeast, how did Southeast population kind of look like it was changing? So Southeast population has been on the decline for quite some time. Um, I think for about nine years, Southeast's population has been declining, and there's a number of factors here. Southeast has birth rates that look more like the lower 48, so quite a bit lower than the rest of the state. It's an older population than the rest of the state, so we experience uh, less growth from what we refer to as natural increase, which is births outnumbering deaths. And in fact, over this last period between 2021 and 2022, half of the boroughs and census areas in Southeast actually experienced natural decrease where deaths outnumbered births. This is something that occurs quite often in the lower 48, not so much uh, here in Alaska. And we don't expect that it will continue at these levels. This is, you know, deaths were driven up quite a bit by that Delta wave of COVID-19. And with that occurring, we just saw elevated deaths. So we saw more natural decrease than we will going forward, most likely. But one standout in Southeast has been Skagway. Skagway has been growing consistently prior to 2020. And so in 2020, with the shutdown of the cruise ship industry, we started to see that population actually decline. And I'm sure you've been to Skagway. It's very cruise ship driven. And so with that industry out of that borough, uh, people just likely had to leave to find jobs elsewhere. And so that will be an interesting one to watch to see if that turns around as we're now kind of expecting a full swing cruise season coming up. So they'll be trying to bring workers back to the area to fill those jobs. Gotcha. Well, it looks like we're actually going to be running out of time here. So I'd like to thank you both for coming in. I appreciate chatting with you both. I think these are very interesting articles. The public can find them on the Department of Labor's website, correct? Yep. Yep. Posted online. All righty. Well, thank you both for coming in. You have been listening to Action Line on KINY.